So if right now you are listening to this episode wondering why your competitors seem to be generating new leads around the clock or why they are winning new business over you, or you've just lost a host of managements to a new agency, well, listen up because I'm going to share five mistakes you are probably making that will cost you new managements and prevent rent roll growth. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million-dollar real estate brand. Each week, I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence, and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Property Management Podcast. I'm Kylie Walker. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are in the world. And today we are talking about mistakes you might be making that are preventing you growing your property management business. And you might be thinking, Kylie, will these mistakes really cost me new managements and prevent me from reaching my growth goals? And the answer is yes, my friends, it will. But the good news is, once you know what they are, you'll be able to fix them right away and sit back and watch your new business come rolling in. So what are these mysterious mistakes? Well, grab a pen and paper and let's dive in. Mistake number one that will prevent your property management growth, not knowing who your ideal client is. So many people don't know who their ideal client is. And if you're asking me why is this so important, well, listen up. If you don't know who your ideal client is, who will you market to? There's a popular marketing saying, if you market to everyone, you attract no one. Things you need to know about your ideal client. Who is your ideal client? Where do they live? How old are they? Where do they hang out on social media? And what are their likes and dislikes? So let's break this down a little bit more. So who are they? Are they mum and dad investors or maybe interstate investors? Are they builders or developers selling off the plan to investors? Are they professionals or tradies, single or married with kids? Now, where are they? Are they hanging out on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn? Are they active business members in your local community? Are they investor or wealth creation groups? And why are they investing? Is it for wealth creation? Is it for tax purposes? Are they trying to create a legacy for their family Or do they just simply love property? Now, if you are still questioning, why do I need to understand my ideal client? Isn't a client a client? Well, knowing who your ideal client is or who you're trying to attract allows you to market to them in the right places so you don't waste valuable money. It also allows you to talk their language when you are marketing to them. And it gives you a better chance of attracting clients organically with your brand and messaging. Let's move on to mistake number two. It's a poor knowledge of your local market. Now, there are some things you simply must know about your local market. And have you ever jumped on to call a potential client and they started asking you questions like, what is the current rental yield? Or do you know the average days on market? Or even what is the sales market doing? you'd be surprised at how many property managers don't know enough details about their local rental market. 
knowing your local market sets you up as the expert, the go-to person for information about the rental market. And being known as the expert also builds that all-important trust. So what are the must-know things about your local market? Well, what is the average rent? What are the average days on market, best selling points in the local area? And what is the average sales price? Are prices increasing or decreasing? And this is super easy to find out or it's super easy to do your market research. You simply need to do a Google search or look up your suburb or core area on your real estate search engine like realestate.com.au or domain. So how can you be perceived as an expert in your local market if you don't actually know it? Now, mistake number three, it's a lack of basic knowledge. Let me ask you two questions. Do you understand the business you represent? And do you understand property management? Sounds like simple enough questions, right? But honestly, could you confidently answer these two questions? Knowing the business's core values, its vision, and points of difference are essential when it comes to selling it to potential new landlords. But more importantly, how the property management business works and runs, or knowing how the property management business works and runs, will cement their confidence in you. So many BDMs are really great at connecting and selling, but don't know or understand property management. How can you offer to solve potential clients' problems if you don't know the solutions? Remember, you are selling a transformation. Currently, you are experiencing this, but with our business, you will experience something different or better. Let's use an example. Uh, If your landlord is leaving their current company because of poor communication, say, how does your company provide a solution to that? It might be that your company provides a weekly phone call or provides 24-hour access to a landlord portal and you have a company policy of returning calls the same day and responding to emails within 24 hours. Now, some important things that you really need to know about your property management company. How are the portfolios managed? Are they task-based, end-to-end, or pods? How is the rent dispersed and when? And how do you handle lease renewals or how often are your routine inspections? Now, are you still with me here? I know there's a lot of information I'm sharing with you, but it's really valuable and it's all based on the mistakes that I made growing my property management business. I'm sharing these with you to save you time and heartache working them out yourself. So stay with me here. Now let's move on to mistake number four, which is poor relationship building skills. Now I'm going to share a little bit of a secret with you. I wasn't great at building relationships. It's not a natural skill for me. It's something I've had to work very, very hard on. I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert. And I'm most comfortable being the worker bee behind the scenes, caught up in my own head and ideas. And partly this was a lack of confidence. Mostly though, it was fear of judgment. People thinking, who is she to think that I want to talk to her? Why would I want to do business with her? What has she got to offer? And this played out really badly for me in the early days of business when I actually had no idea what I was doing. I honestly knew nothing about managing a property, growing or running a business, especially leading a team. 
I was always waiting for people to find out I was a fake or a fraud. And the longer I sat at my keyboard waiting for the phone to ring and the new business to miraculously walk in the door, the worse my business did. And it came to a point where I honestly had to decide this was not the career for me and I have to shut up shop. Or I had to pull up my big girl pants and get out there and start building some relationships, networking and connecting with others. So if you're thinking, how did I do that? Well, for starters, I had to let go of the fear of judgment. I got to know myself, which gave me confidence and allowed me to set some boundaries. And I started listening more than I talked. And this helped me hear what the issues were for my marketplace and my clients, and then work out the solutions for them. I started delivering on what I promised. And most importantly, I started picking up the phone and talking to people and getting out to places and events that would lead me to connections with my ideal clients or people who would be able to refer me to them. Another important skill that I developed was having a pipeline. This is a list of contacts and leads that I kept adding to and then nurturing my relationship with them through phone calls, emails, and letters with the hope and intention of them becoming new clients eventually. Pipelines are essential for tomorrow's business. Now, mistake number five is poor branding and reputation. You can be the best networker in the world, but if your brand and reputation aren't up to scratch, it won't lead to that all-important new management. So when was the last time you assessed your branding? Does your logo or website need updating? Does it still fit in with the ideal clients you're trying to attract? And what is your digital profile saying about you and your business? Are you set up on all the social channels relevant to your ideal client? You also need clarity with your messaging. Who are you and what do you stand for? And this, of course, allows you to stand out in your marketplace. You can't just have a pretty logo, but you have to also stand for something much bigger. You have to have morals and values And these will hopefully resonate with those ideal leads that you're trying to attract. Great messaging also helps you connect on a much deeper level with your ideal clients, which will generally bring them to the decision to work with you much sooner. Bad word of mouth or a poor reputation, we simply can't have that now, can we? And a bad reputation will cost you a lot of potential new business. So some things to consider. What do your existing clients think? And when was the last time that you actually surveyed them? What does your community think about your business? And what are your Google reviews saying? So there you have it, five mistakes that will cost you new clients and prevent rent roll growth. Now, the first one was not understanding who your ideal client is. So you need to work out, be very clear and specific Who is your target audience? Who are the people you want to do business with? Number two was knowing your local market in detail. What are the rental yields? What is the average days on market? Just to name a few of the things that you need to know about your local market. Mistake number three was a lack of expertise in property management. You don't need to know all the ins and outs. Heck, there's such a lot to learn in property management. But you do need to know important processes, 
especially those that your leads are likely to ask you about. Number four, you've got to let go of your fear and get out there and meet new people. Start building some relationships. And finally, the last mistake that will cost you new business and prevent rent roll growth is having a poor brand and reputation. So what can you do if you are making these five mistakes? Well, let me give you a few action items from today's episode. Firstly, download my freebie in the episode notes. It will help you get started on working out who your ideal client is. That way, you can get hyper-focused on who you are trying to attract into your business. You don't want to waste time and, more importantly, money marketing to the wrong clients. If your ideal client are interstate investors, why have advertising in local shops or sporting fields, for example? Next, you want to start with a Google search of your local market. Find out all the important data that will build your expertise and knowledge of the local area. And then you want to start spending more time with your property management team, especially if you are a new BDM. You want to go out to inspections, sit and listen to conversations and get to know the important processes and procedures your potential clients will be asking. And then make a list of all the places that you can connect with your ideal clients, either online or in person, and start by booking in one meeting or event every single week. Put it in your calendar. We all know that it won't happen if it's not in there. I started by just one meeting a week with a developer or a builder. And those connections led to many new managements over time. And finally, find out what is going on with your reputation. Survey your clients and check your Google reviews. But most importantly, this is a biggie, make sure that you fix any issues that are happening or that you discover in your feedback. So I really hope that addressing these simple mistakes will help you win new managements and grow your property management business. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. To celebrate the launch of this show, we're giving away two of my best-selling eBooks, the A to Z Guide to Property Management and the Growth Secrets You Need to Know to 10 listeners who rate, review and follow the podcast. For the exact steps on how to enter, see the link in the show notes below.